0: you briefly tell the audience who you are?
1: My name is Charles Sintamo. I'm uh, enthusiastic about serving God. I'm, I'm, a, I'm married, I'm a husband, I have a family, and uh, I felt it better to come and share something about manhood and how we grow into being uh, men of valor, men who have the conviction of God. Men were inspired by God so thank you very much
0: if we look at Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 to 18 um, this is an account based on this uh, verses I want to ask you a profound question do men need help do men need help before you answer that when I was coming up with this question I'm like God Do men need help? I felt men don't need help. Men, they're okay. Men are physically strong. They're mentally capable. They're emotionally, you know, fortified. They're spiritually all right. Men don't need help. Men should be the ones helping. But then I went to this account in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 18. Look what it says. Then the Lord God took the man and and, and put him in, in the garden of Eden to walk in it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For for when you eat from it, you, you, you will certainly die. Verse 18, that's where the emphasis is. The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. Brother Charles, I pose this question to you. Do men need help?
1: Yes, thank you very much, Brother Bahim. Um, I would like to give like um, an example, but based on me. Because I'm a married man. I have a wife. And we are happily married church so uh, men need help yeah. that's why when you look at um, the Bible here even before you re- you go to to uh, verse 15 you see that he was when man was created God gave him everything that he needed yeah. he get he, he each and everything was in the garden but there was that there was that one thing that would make him complete hmm. and god and uh, and when you go further to 15 that's when he said he needs he need it's not suitable for a man to be alone but i'll make him a helper a suit, suitable for him
2: hmm.
1: which means he had everything hmm. But there was that void, there was that incompleteness in a man, and Mm. only needed someone to help him so that he could be complete. So that one, that loneliness that God saw in him would 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 be called. He would no longer be alone, Mm. but he would have somebody to support him, or have somebody who is suitable for him to help him. Mm. So, to me, I've seen it in uh, in in my family right now. I think I made the right choice. Mm. I, deciding to have my, uh, to get married, was a good choice for me. I really needed help. Mm. Why? Because, there are some things, that I would think, I would do, as, as a man. Because, you know, I'm a macho man, I'm strong, because we have that, those, those preconceived things, like, preconceived ideas, about who we are. Like, those, Attributes that we have within us. I'm a man. I am strong. I, I am courageous. I am brave, and all that kind of stuff. But as you grow up, certain uh, you, there are certain things that you cannot do alone. You need somebody to help you. Mm. You need somebody to uh, to be there for you. You need somebody who you'll be accountable for. Yeah. When you look at the majority of men, they take up lots of risky ventures, risky ventures, because their yeah. testosterone is kind of high, right? Because, but when you have somebody around you, somebody that you care about, you may not do something risky, <laughs> you know, uh, because you have somebody who is accountable to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Something that is next to you taking your life, you know? You don't do it because there's somebody who's accountable. So, we, Which means their life is also spared in a way.
2: Mm, mm. right?
1: So, like, this this help that you need is more than just... Uh, it's more than just the help, like, in a home, like somebody uh, cooking your food. Mm, those, it's more than that. Those roles that somebody... Mm, no, mm. no, it's more than that. Like When you look at it in the broader picture, it's more than that. Wow, wow. It's more than that. Man needs a helper. Mm. He needs a helper for him to be complete. Because when you go further still in the in the Genesis 2, 20, 23 through 24, can you check it out?
0: Yeah. Then the Lord God made a woman mm. from the rib he had taken out of the man. Amen and he brought out to the man. Then the man said, This is now bone of my bones, the flesh of my flesh. She shall be called a woman. For she was taken out of a man. That is why a man man leaves his his father father. and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. flesh.
1: They become one flesh. Which means Mm. that rib which was taken away from you is complete when you get when you get that helper that suitable helper that you're to, that you're seeing in the Bible
0: so it, it shows that God is so wise to the point where to humble the pride of man because if Adam doesn't need help, Adam will start thinking that you know what look 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 at this dominion it's all mine, all mine. because that was that was the that was the deception of Satan yeah. because God gave him everything. And now he wanted to exalt himself. Exalt oh, look, I, I want to be like God. I don't need nobody. But God is a triune God. God is a relational God. Because We're, we're, we're yeah. made in two. True. So it's impossible for God just to make a man, a human being, just one. one. Then that human being doesn't need nobody. nobody. He's absolutely complete. And only God is complete.
1: Yes.
0: Only God is complete. For, for a man to tell, you know what? I am complete, I don't need help. I don't need spiritual help. I don't need emotional help. I don't need financial help. I don't need professional help. Mm. Then seriously, <laughs> you have a problem. And and the reason why I pose this question is, is for men to to start speaking out. Yeah. You know, speak to other men.
1: Yeah, for sure. They have to.
0: Also speak to your wife and, and say, baby, at times I, I, I get discouraged. You know, like like speak the word to me. Speak life. Encourage me to keep going. Don't don't keep it to yourself. Don't 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 say if, if you share your problems to people or if you ask for help, it makes you weak or, or it makes people laugh at you. Makes it, they call you a CC. No, no, you're not. Talk to if if there's anybody for us as men, if there's anyone that you're gonna look up to that you're gonna go to for help, go to God. David was a perfect example of, of a man who was strong because he was he was a crying baby in the sense that he always cried to God. God, I need help in this. God, I need help in my family. God, I need help running the country. Everything, David, cry out to God. God. This was a strong man who killed a Goliath.
1: Yeah, for sure. I agree with you 100
0: on that. Look at the the current challenges that um, that we men we are facing. And, 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 and this could be, like you mentioned, vulnerability. Yeah. And, and we sometimes we feel rejected. There's that inner fear. We are afraid to speak out. We are afraid to express our emotions. We are f- afraid to speak our views. Yeah. You know, we, we, we have to deal with anger management. We have to deal with our sexuality. We, are, we have to deal with our worth. Right now, many men are out of jobs really because means- we think that our worth is in our work. So, when we're not working, we feel like we're nobody. nobody. Yeah. Talk to me about this.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, you've, you've talked about something which is very important. And uh, especially, I like to, 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 to draw you back on what you've said that if he's not working, he feels he's worthless. Mm. That takes me back to a man who hasn't yet discovered his purpose. Mm. That is mm. the greatest challenge. And that comes still to what you already talked about, that man has to go back to God. The greatest challenge that we have right now hmm. with men is men who have not discovered their, their purpose, who don't know their purpose. And their purpose actually comes from the source of all sources, the infinite source who is God himself. When you look at when a man feels worthless, when you look at uh, Genesis one twenty eight, let us look at Genesis one twenty eight. Hmm.
0: It says in Genesis one twenty
1: eight. Or oh, we can go to twenty uh, seven twenty eight. Yes. Yeah. So
0: God created mankind in His own image, in the image of God He created them, male and female He created them. Yes. God blessed them and said to them, "Be fruitful." And increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule yes. over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Yes,
1: uh, but twenty-eight. You've finished it, right? Yes, yes. But in the, in another version, they say gave him dominion over all creation, mm. which means a man was created to be to have dominion over all creation, and that what, when you go back to have it like a literal definition of what a purpose is, is the reason why you exist.
2: Mm.
1: Right? So, a man who was not uh, discovered his purpose, so who doesn't know his purpose? is a man who is going to be uh, drawn by wind everywhere. Mm. Yeah, Everything that happens will draw him away from Knowing who he is. But when he knows for, for the reason why he was created, why he exists, mm. to have dominion, to be dominant, to have. Uh, because when you look at a man who has discovered his uh, purpose, mm. self worth that is not working will be something else. He will still remain a man mm. because mm. he knows his purpose. As a man, he was for who he was created
0: so the word does not define him define the him word as does a not man.
1: Define him as a man. The mm. opinion of of his surroundings don't define him as a man. Mm. The social commentary don't define him as a man. he only has to stand and know that you know what? Mm. I was created to dominate. I was mm. created to have dominion. Mm. For example, I've come with my car here, right? when i remove the battery from my car when i remove it yes and which means my car will not have power mm. to not have power to run the engine mm. to run the generator in the car you see so which means the the sole purpose of of trans, of 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 carrying me from one place to another will cease you hear what i'm talking about that's
0: deep that's deep Yeah, yeah and
1: the battery is Put back and uh, inserted and everything mm. wired, it will move. It will move. The mm. car will move. Yes. Likewise, a man who has discovered or who knows his purpose and moves mm. to a reason why he exists mm. is a man who is who is undefeated. Mm. Is a man who is moving with conviction. Our manufacturer is God himself, right? Yes. We're a product of God. Yes. So his intention to, to create us, as long as we move in that intention of who mm. created us, mm. all the rest will fall in line.
2: Wow.
0: Family, work, and, and so on and so yes. forth.
1: Wow. A man will not feel challenged over having a woman who earns more than him. Mm. He will not challenged over a woman who has a house. Mm. He will not be challenged over that mm. because he will continue being a man mm. because he knows his purpose. He knows wow, wow, wow. He knows why he exists.
0: So, so you're saying that work, the world, or a woman, or, or wealth don't define what a man is. What a man is. a man is. A man is already a man based on God's definition, definition. and period.
1: That's it. I'd like to give a quotation from uh, from uh, this gentleman called uh, Miles Monroe. Yes, if a man is identified by the roles and values he performs, yeah, when there is a loss of those values, it's the lost identity and loss of worth. Mm. What does that mean? That if a man like. Uh, uh, you see, culture has put up its roles that he has to fulfill as a man, mm. right? Yes, absolutely. The expectations from a contemporary man, mm. right? All those things have expectations. The culture has expectations, so it places roles. The contemporary world also places roles to that man, right? Mm. But if all these things are lost, he has lost his worth,
2: mm, 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 right? Yes.
1: He has lost his worth with what by him fulfilling those expectations of his culture, the world that he lives in, which uh, could be tradition, Mm. you know. Yeah. But if that man has defined his purpose, culture has no influence on him. Mm. The contemporary world has no influence on him. Mm. Tradition has no influence on him. Mm. For example, culture. and Every particular culture has its own norms. Yes. So these are actions that are performed by human beings. In a particular like society.
2: Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Right? So when those things cease, where will he be? He will be lost. Mm, but mm. if he has a purpose, mm. he will stand mm. to fulfill his purpose. Whatever he is. Right? Mm. Now let me give you another example concerning that. If I take that car to Uganda, will it serve his purpose? Yes. It will. Yes. Right? So if Charles, who knows his purpose
2: mm.
1: on this world, is mm. taken to Uganda, he will still serve his purpose as Charles, mm. whether it's in Canada, whether it's in the US, whether it's in... You
0: know. So, so you're saying that you are your purpose, pretty much. No matter yes. your environment, does not define, your, define your purpose. It. You are your purpose. If you go to a different environment, you still, still be able to serve your purpose. It. You can be a man physically. <laughs> but, but you cannot be a man spiritually, you cannot be a man mentally, yeah. you know and when I see a boy in a man and we have that in this generation
1: Yeah, for sure it is yeah.
0: we have boys in manhood
1: yes. it happens everywhere everywhere you go
0: grown men mm-hmm. who have not put boyhood aside Paul said when I was a child I did childhood things, but now I'm, I'm a grown man. I have to put, I put it aside. Put aside yeah. But you have not learned to put boyhood aside. So, 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 wh- where do you think the challenge comes from? Is it because they, w- they were not prepared for manhood? That is why the, the boyish behavior is still in them?
1: Pretty much that. Pretty much that. And also, um, Depending on on the family that they have grown up with, in the time when we are growing up, most of the times we grow up with our family close family, mom, dad, and extended family. Depending on um, depending on the events that were exposed to you when you're growing, different events that happen to you in your upbringing. You you grow that man. That uh, the man in you will grow and mm. the boy in you will be put aside,
2: mm. depending on the
1: different mm. events that have happened in your life. Mm. Mm. But still, the boy in you, in a man, will also continue depending on the different experiences you've had in your upbringing. Mm. Yeah? If you're not exposed to those uh, events that bring out the man in you, that in, in, in your growing. As a boy, those traits of being a boy will always manifest as a man. I hardly um, had an interaction with my dad when I was growing up. I started uh, having his interaction with him mostly when I had left, like the, uh, the adolescence, because he was comp- he was okay, he was doing his studies. Hmm. His studies so like he put too much time in that. So we were left with that space of so not having a dad when we were growing up. We grew up mostly with our mother. So some of the events that happened within that time could have you see they affect us differently, mm. depending on uh, the different events that happen. So you find that there is that element of a boy in you. There is that element of not you growing up into being a man. Mm. Yeah. So what did that mean? I got to know being a man through my friend's dad's. So I used to mm. visit them most of the times. <laughs> you know, yes, like for example, yes. my friend's dad, the one who opened up that company, construction company, he was yeah. a close friend of mine. Mm. Like we used to, I used to go there most of the times. Mm. And there are certain things that I would have, like, uh, question, like I would ask myself these things. Mm. So I used to go to him and he used to tell me things which I even I think my dad could not explain to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So but and somehow I I became a man through the men that I, I interacted with, but not mm. the close man that I expected to grow into that man. No.
0: But then there comes saying, people do what people see, right? Yes. Um, you become who you associate with. Sure. Now, let's say if I'm a young man and I'm looking at a, a man who is in my community uh, as a role model yes. of how to be a man. Because I remember myself when I was in high school as a teenager, uh, I used to have one of those, um we call them big boys in a gang, right? Like, our well, our hood leader right and I would always look up to him you know and the choices that he was making and his lifestyle when I became a believer it was completely opposite you know I, I wanted to follow that path yes. and and then he would tell me this is what men do, do. you understand <laughs> but this is what men do from his own definition, definition. of of manhood yeah. it's different from now what i've read in the bible so that leads me to a question that i have for you there are views how people view men right people view manhood from a contemporary perspective people let's say for example people in in, in africa view manhood from a a culture perspective and then you and i as believers we have to view manhood from christ-centered perspective perspective, right so what are your take on a contemporary manhood, a cultured manhood, and a Christ-centered manhood? Because these are three distinct views of manhood.
1: i like to borrow a scripture in, it's in a Second, second Ephesians, Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2, 25. I don't know.
0: It's, it says, Husband, love your wives. Just as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for
1: her, yeah. so the, the Christ, the Christ-centered man, uh, to me, came out more a little bit. Uh, he came out to be more. Uh, I considered it more that man.
0: So that's, that's a true manhood. A Christ-centered man yeah. is the true definition yes. of, of manhood.
1: Of a true manhood. Because when you look at what Christ did, that most of the things that Christ did, when uh, a man embraces Christ, the rest of what he has to do flows in line.
2: Mm.
1: Married or unmarried. Because when you look at Christ, his wife was the church. yeah. His wife was the church and he laid, he laid down his life for the church. right? So, a Christ-centered man is a man with fulfillment. He's a man who, who moves or, or who has encrafted the Christ's richness, like the richness of Christ. Is all embedded in him. That's if if he practices, if he has like if he goes out to practice what he knows about Christ, loving, kind, and the different attributes that Christ embraces. Yeah, then the cultured man is a little bit. I find him to be limited because it's limited to only his culture, mm-hmm. because. Culture expects that particular man to perform certain roles. I would, and I would like to go back to that particular quote that I made. Yeah, like each and if if a man is defined, if the values and roles of a man define him, and when they are lost, he loses his <laughs> value and self worth. So, to me, a cultured man, I find him to be a little bit limited because he's only centered what his culture upholds. Mm. He's not open to, to like what is outside of his culture.
0: And even some so, of those cultural values and norms can, can, can be wrong.
1: Yes. So, he has that, uh, how can I call it, expressive individualism. Like Because of my culture, they do like this. Mm. So, I'll do it this way. So, he will not adjust according to To where he is, how things are done, so which to some extent hinder him to progress in life, you know. Hmm. And the contemporary man, I would say. A man who was taken up by the lifestyle of like the trend. Yeah,
0: trends. He just he just follows with the flow. No, he with the flow. <laughs>
1: it goes with his trend. He goes with his trend.
0: He doesn't know. It. No <laughs> sense of direction. Yeah, they no don't know their words. Because yeah.
1: it's contemporary. It's the trend. It's the current wow. trend. It's what is going on. You know.
0: We have nothing to stand on. No foundation.
1: I, I don't know how to define. Those it. are the
0: ones that need help. <laughs> they need help because a contemporary um, man is confused.
1: I would. I, I don't want to put anything (laughs) to him, but I find him to be like everywhere, you know, because he's following the lifestyle, he's following Mm. the trend, he's following each and every current, like uh, 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 fashion, you know, I I find him to be He's always changing, yeah, he's always changing. He has to change according to what, to the changes, to the trends, Mm. to the fashions of the world. And
0: they don't like tradition, they don't like foundations. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. Nothing like that. So you find him to be everywhere. Mm. You know? And to me I don't find myself to be in that kind of state. I want to be like uh, centered. I want to be with the wow. with that uh, with a higher with a with a supreme power mm. which is above that invisible force that moves the 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 immovables, you know? Mm. Like for for example, when you talk about like the Christ-centered man, he's a, he's a man who believes in God, right? So, which means he has reverence for God.
0: And a Christ-centered man, just to add, he, mm. he has a source of influence. Yes. Just as the culture man looks to the culture, culture for direction, a Christ-centered man looks to the Creator Right, yes. a contemporary man doesn't look to that's nobody, it doesn't have nobody, no reference point, nobody to, to be old and admire. And so, okay, let me look to this person too. but it just to just go along, whatever comes
1: where you know, that's the most important thing. That's why Christ is raising young men like us to give this redefine everything to give this, to give, to give this, uh, this generation like uh, direction, mm. yeah. You may not be uh, up there, but you're a work in progress. So we only have to keep the fire burning within us for Christ and hmm. draw more men. I don't
0: know if the church have a way of attracting more women than men. So, But then how, how do we really go about leading men to church so that they can become Christ-centered men? Because we have a lot of Christ-centered women.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I but what about
0: Christ-centered that. men? How do we lead more men in church? Because mm. we have a lot of women In church. In
1: church. For sure. I agree with you on that. Men are so logical. You know that.
0: That's, that's who we are. Absolutely.
1: You know that men are proud. Oh, speaking
0: of it, we are very, very proud. That's why God did not allow Adam to be by himself. Like I said, if God allowed Adam to get to his ego, that look look, look at my world. I created all this stuff. I didn't have any help.
1: Yeah. So you know that men have to, they have ego. They are so egocentric. Like hmm. they
0: that that's, you that's something you cannot mess with them
1: you know and women are emotional they're completely different you know so so these two different uh uh, Is it because sexist. they fit
0: they fit well with God and men? We don't fit well with God, or we like to question God, and that's why we can we can't just easily obey. Like women <laughs> would just obey; they would, God would command them, then they would say, say yes, yes. But for us, we do know. We all back we my question. God. Say so God, what what do you? Why should I do what you want me yeah. to do? Yeah,
1: yeah, like we question a lot. Too much questioning. Mm. Too much deep thinking. Mm. And, and when you look at all those things. In men, those attributes in men, you know, uh, when it takes that, that like uh, uh, it takes that uh, them going to church, it takes it takes that bit of them going to church away from them because they know mm. they can do it by themselves.
0: Wow, that, wow, mature men, don't need help. Uh, we we no. don't need
1: help. We can do it all oh. by ourselves. Give in to being scared. Like, they feel, no, no, no. Like, how will... That's perceive bad. me. My how friends will, will, perceive how me. How will my people perceive me, you know? Wow. Like, am I a sis? You, know, you know, now that I'm going to go wow. i down before this... down down
0: before. For God. For God.
1: Why should I do that, you know? they they, wow. they have that ego in them. They have that pride in them. But still, another thing that I felt like, why um, hmm. men, why there is this, oh the list numbers for men in different ministries men men want to be challenged hmm. you know what like when a man is challenged and he has a challenge
2: hmm.
1: when a man is challenged financially psychologically socially Need somebody who can also challenge him. For example: This gentleman, Miles Monroe. He had the pulling of men. He had the like when you observe his ministry. he Had I'm lots of you. men.
0: Oh, I'm telling you. You know what?
1: Like when you was wow. when you watch those conferences. Yeah, he speaks, he has to, he speaks very to
0: men. He speaks to men.
1: Like
0: more men, more I, men wow. than more men than wow. women.
1: But what do you think drew he, drew those men to him? He challenged them mm. with what he always spoke. Like, Mm, be it mm. marriage, be it uh, finances, be it uh, uh, career, be it dream, be it having a vision, living with a purpose. And Mm. these are some of the things that men want.
0: Dominion, leadership. Leadership.
1: For example, if that guy did not give that sum on that day, when I went to church, I gave myself, I, I I accepted Christ on the fifth day. But... Still, i was still questioning myself why why have you what? made the right decision <laughs> is can I go wow. there? but it's not until i was really challenged to the extent that i needed more i needed uh, uh, i needed a source which was supreme um i needed mm. god himself because he was above each and everything mm. to take me out of the situation that i was going through right now i needed somebody that i could lean on who was stronger than me mm. right i went there i listened to the guy he, I said, it's the fifth day that I accepted mm. salvation. But all those days that I used to go, like I used to go, then go back home, I used to always question myself: mm. Is this the right decision? Can I go through this by myself? I, you know, but it's not until I put all those things aside when this guy actually now came with a message that challenged me. Mm. Challenged me now. This servant of God came up with something that challenged me today, and when it challenged me, I said, "You know what? Now I've accepted Christ." Hmm. Yeah. So uh, another thing I've come to observe about there are some social structures. They may not impact the church directly, but somehow along the way, they have favored, they have uplifted the women more than
0: the men. Things have changed, honestly speaking, because back in the day, men are in front of things in terms of building society, building community. Yes. We live in a world where women are more educated than men. Yes. Women are more in higher positions positions than men. Women are more into work than men. Than men. You understand? Women are also more in leadership position now. Believe me, it's coming. Than men. And men.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not against, don't get me, I'm not against women being empowered, you understand? Yeah. But as much as we're trying to empower them, are we neglecting the men? Amen. If, if the woman, who's gonna protect the woman when the men are not equipped?
1: You know, actually, no, actually, I'll let you, let me give you an example. Let me give you just an example.
2: Yes,
0: sir.
1: The fish was meant to stay in the water. Yes. When you take it out of the water, it becomes useless. Absolutely. It becomes useless. So, if a man was created to dominate,
2: Mm, 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 mm.
1: and you take him out of his position, for example, like in the family, Mm. because now you mm. have talked about those the social structures. They have empowered more men, so they have empowered more women mm. than men, which means they have left the men vulnerable,
2: mm.
1: which means on the social strata, it's the, it's the women who are having uh, the jobs, those high positions, they drive good cars, they have ownership to, 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 to houses, they have even their schemes whereby if it's a woman... And easily go through, yeah. Preferences, your love, yeah. All the kind of stuff. So, and they have left off the man. So, which means a man will not function the way he has to function as a man in society. You see, so,
0: even, even in churches, we so, have more programs for for women than yeah, for
1: so, men. So, all those things, when you look at them, they have also affected the church. they have also affected the church in one way or another. It may not have direct impact on the church, but it may be gradual, but in the long run, you see more men, mm. less men in church and more women because the women have been more empowered than the men. So they've taken up all the positions in each and every like uh, organization and institutions all over the world
0: how do we educate, equip, empower, and engage our young men into manhood? Because, for sure, God forbid, we're not blaming the women. They're doing extremely well. You understand? I feel like we have to blame us as men because we, who have known what manhood is, who have known our purpose, our worth, our identity, how then can we educate, empower, equip, and engage boys into becoming biblical, Christ-centered men of valor?
1: Yeah. That is a very important question. When I accepted Christ as my personal savior, I did not have an opportunity like to, to know what I accepted. But I only, what was preached was to have these, to have a car, to have a visa, to have all the so it was later on I realized that oh, okay, I have all these things. Now what what next? Now I needed to sit down with myself. I say, you know what? I need to know God more. I need to have some bit some trainings. Like those basic uh discipleship uh trainings, yeah, where men or youth who are male are taught what it means to be in salvation. So that so that, that they have that conviction on, on what they accepted, yeah. Then another thing that would really, 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 really help would be like um, to encourage them, and don't point fingers at them for the wrongs that they have done, but encourage them along the way towards uh, God, Whatsoever mistakes they make, it doesn't matter. But to encourage them, you know, through sharing our testimonies with them, that can also help to encourage them. So, they can stand firm in their faith. Give them leadership positions as the youth, mm. because the youth yeah. will like to associate with the fellow youth. Mm. So, that will be a pulling, which means they will come up with uh, current creative uh, activities that attract fellow youth mm. into ministry or into serving or into uh, being men. How? For example, like, uh, a friend of mine told me, like they had, um, they had uh, a get together, but at the beach. Mm. You know, like wow. now that it's summer, yeah, yeah. People want <laughs> to go out wow. to the beach and kind of, They invited their buddies, oh, we're going to the beach, mm. but not knowing that where they're going, they're gonna be like, obviously, there was fun and all kind of stuff, but Christian centered fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, like preaching the word. I wouldn't lie to you, like over. 13 to 10 young men gave gave their lives to Christ. Mm. You know? There are those particular, okay, there are those like current trends that we can copy from from the secular world, but we craft them to suit Christianity or to suit uh, a certain group of people that they can associate with. And through that, we can have them into ministry. We can uh draw them to Christ mm. session. Mm. How who Christ is, when you accept Christ, you're you know, you have everlasting life, you're like you're not period, you know, you know those things. They can they can help a great deal.
0: I mean, that's actually how I um I actually the preparation of me giving my life to Jesus, I remember there was this man in my life, a young man, right? Yeah. Two of them. Young, I mean, I don't want to say they're young adults, they're actually matured men, you know, very smart. And they saw that as a young man, I was confused, I was in gang. So, whenever they have a youth program, they will always invite me, you know, they invite me to this youth program. Some, sometimes they invite me to play soccer with right? <laughs> them. So, so, so before we play soccer, we'll pray, before we eat, we'll pray, pray. we'll have time to share the word, you understand? But I was still. Playing soccer with them, but they will still make sure that I know who Jesus is. Yeah. And 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 I prefer that environment than the environment with my friends, yeah. where it's just all about girls. Where for them it's all smoking weed. You know, they don't even play soccer. Yeah, for them it's just entertainment, fun, and fun girls. And but I'm like, but but, but being with somebody? those friends over there, we play soccer. Then they share good you know, words to see, me. We eat. We you know. My heart was drawn to, to actually go, go to them, you know? These are ways that we can, we can, we can come up with to engage, you especially them. young people. Yeah.
1: Those places, those avenues, we can use them to draw more men to Christ.
0: Engaging activities that interest men. Yeah. You can't tell a man to come for a, a romantic novel reading. <laughs> no. They're they, 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 like, what, 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 what is that? <laughs> you can't tell a man to attend a woman's group meeting. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they wanna, you want you wanna bring men among men, yeah. where they feel comfortable, where they can share deep, deep things, things that only men can, can understand.
1: understand
0: yeah. A woman can understand, even though they might know us, but they don't really understand don't us. Understand. When a young man is asking questions about is his, his, his trying to become a man asking questions about Mommy, why do changes. I feel this way look look at all these changes that are taking place and Mommy has no clue mm-hmm.
1: yeah for sure yeah
0: for us as the church we don't we don't want to allow them to talk to us about everything when they when they're out there in the world they see what contemporary manhood is <laughs> they see what a culture of manhood is but they're saying okay who do I shape my life into? What does a Christ-centered manhood look like? Tell me, what does it look like? Does a Christ? How does a Christ-centered man deal with his sexual desires? How does a Christ-centered man deal with employment? How does a Christ-centered man deal with anger? How? And we don't want to offer the space for them to, to come and ask these questions, and then we give them biblical principles, how how to deal with anger, how, how to control your sexual uh, desires and all that stuff. We just dismiss it. It's completely evil. No, don't, don't, no, don't, don't. anger, but, but I mean, I have anger issues.
1: I'll just pray it out. Man, uh, you have reminded me of something. Uh, other relatives told me that she has eaten a lot of food, now the food is this is <laughs> full of food. I said, like, you know, it, it got so.
0: You as a child, you're naive. It's
1: abnormal. Like, how can he have? How can she have such a big?
0: From eating food. From <laughs> eating
1: food. Yet we also eat food, and it's.
0: And our bellies it, are uh, okay. It's okay.
1: Like, you know, they never yeah. give you straight, straightforward answers. They think you're stupid. Happening. They think a child is stupid. <laughs> then one actually one told me, you know what? Hear yeah. something from heaven, have <laughs> came and filled up her stomach. They were giving me all kinds of strange answers strange, <laughs> instead of giving it to me directly. You know what? Hmm. This and this happens when a man and a woman make love. Yeah, what happens? Uh, she she gets pregnant, then she gives birth. You know, these are things that you know, which uh, 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 parents and uh, um any elderly people like should should really be free to talk about especially to the young those since that are growing up the youth because some of them don't know they're so naive like they don't know what's happening but when you tell them hey listen this, this is like this when it happens like this as long as there there are boundaries to what you tell them and you know when you tell them such uh, when you tell them something like that obviously comes with a control you know absolutely but this is done by only people who are old and married so which means we look up to getting married so that when he gets married also you know they'll make love
0: we look at that scripture when when david was about to to pass away he called his son solomon and he mentioned key words in first Kings chapter two verse two to four, and I want to emphasize on, on those key words because one of them is strength, be strong, show yourself a man. Show yourself a man, I believe, is you no know, know your worth, know who you are. Right. So we see the and then keep the charge of the Lord. That is the word of God. Yeah. Keep trying. Keep charge of, of, of the word of God, walk in in, in his ways. And, and, and the word of God being the foundation of, of your life. Then, and then then now you will prosper in everything that you do now, meaning work, your family, your wife, your children, community, engagements. But the foundation for you to, to be prosper in doing this is, is keep charge of the word of God walk in his ways and, and keep his statues, like his commandments, his rules and testimonies that is written in the law of Moses. He clearly emphasized on that. And, and and this is how you be you have to be strong in doing this. You have to be strong in doing this. Yes. So so I, I strongly believe that um the foundation for, for, for manhood is 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 in the word. Studying the Word of God. Yeah,
1: studying the Word of God. Actually, it takes us back to the book of Joshua. When you read Joshua one eight nine, yeah. When you look at it's, it's almost similar to this though the phrasing is different.
0: It says in Joshua chapter one. Okay, let's start from verse one. Okay, no problem. Because after the death of Moses, remember after he died, when he passed the message to
1: <laughs> to Solomon, his the son, the statues of Moses.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> so like you're talking about. Mm. Uh, as it is written in the law of Moses, that hmm. you may prosper in all that you do and whatever wow. you turn, and, and that the Lord may establish his word that he spoke concerning me. Wow. Concerning who? David. David. He's telling it to who? To Solomon. To
0: Solomon. To pass it on. To pass wow. It on.
1: So now we are looking at this other guy, Joshua. Yeah. He's also referring to who? God was talking to Joshua, referring to Moses. Moses.
0: After the death of Moses, yes. the servant of the Lord. Then the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' head, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land. I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Hefrets, and all the Ataits. Country to the Mediterranean Sea. Well, what do you see? A dominion. What do we see here? A dominion. You see, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will so I be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land. So what makes a man, a man, strength and courage?
1: In who? In God.
0: Because you will lead these people to inherit the land I saw to the ancestors to give them. Be strong. And whenever you see a repeated word or phrase in the Bible, there's emphasis, emphasis. on it. Be strong, be strong and be very courageous. Look, God even said, he said Be strong and be and very, very courageous. courageous. Careful, be careful to, to obey, obey all the law of my servant Moses gave you.
1: Let's go hmm. back walking in his ways and keeping his statutes, his commandments, his rules, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do, whatever you turn, Mm. that the Lord may establish his word that he spoke concerning me.
0: And then there it says, do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go.
1: We need people to speak to us. Directly, without having any um, doubting themselves, without having any um, sure with what they are saying, because they have lived it.
2: They are proven example of it.
1: Examples. They have testimonies backing them up.
2: Mm, mm, mm.
1: Talk to me and tell me. You know what? Be courageous. Be strong.
0: I've been there. I've done that. The Lord Lord is good.
1: Good. He will do it for you. Keep His word. Meditate upon His word, day and night. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>